Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of An Older Gay Guy Show. Now, the episode that I originally planned for release today has been postponed for a couple of weeks. That's an interview show, and I lost part of the audio file for some unknown reason, and there... Well, to be totally honest with you, it really isn't an unknown reason. It's my fault. I have absolutely no doubt that I am the reason why it's screwed up. But I will have that recreated and that show will be out for you in late September. Now, in today's episode, I want to do another show of our continuing series called Gay Health. This show will go over some of the major health issues that affect the LGBTQ plus community, although these issues are also found as the dominant diseases for all older adults, with the exception of one. The title of today's episode is Gay Health 6, Major Health Issues in the LGBTQ plus community. I am Joey Hernandez. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today. Hey, you know what? I'll bet I've never mentioned that AdamMail.com has joined with an older gay guy show to offer you a very special deal. Oh, I, I have? Really? But... but I've, I've planned this whole advertisement for them for today's show. So is that okay? No? Really? Really? You don't want to know that AdamMail.com is offering my listeners 50% off almost any one item? No? Really? Jeez. Or that that includes free U.S. shipping right to your door or mailbox or post office box or wherever the heck you have stuff delivered. Dudes, come on. Are you aware that AdamMail.com has an extensive warehouse of everything you could possibly want for the very best sexual experiences either with someone or alone? Oh, I did. Well, please, no, no matter what, please use the discount code of AOGGS at checkout for your special savings. And you know what? Okay, Mr. Smarty Pants, if you already know all of this, what does the discount code of AOGGS stand for? Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah. Right. An older gay guy show. Well, fine. I guess you are smarter than me. Just rub my face in it, why don't you? And be sure to use that discount code of AOGGS at checkout to get your special savings. Paco, why did I even make this commercial? This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let's talk about gay health. 
very important to mention right at the start of this that I am not a medical expert. I am not a doctor. I am not a nurse. I'm not a veterinarian. I'm not a mad scientist with a hidden laboratory down in my basement. I am a certified personal trainer now in my 36th year of training. And by the way, I have 14 years to go because I want to hit 50 years being a personal trainer. Now, how, how old will I be in 14 years? I'm, I'm 63 now, so carry the one, divide, and equal 77 years old. So I'll be 77 years old. And yeah, after all, there are so many 77-year-old trainers out there. I don't know, maybe there is a market for older trainers, really older trainers. Not that 77 is so old, but hell, it sure is to be a personal trainer. I mean, just just think how long it will be for me to walk a client to the next machine in the gym when I have to slowly do it with a walker. But yeah, that is my intent. 14 more years. And I really, really look forward to being able to still train for another 14 years. But the point is, I'm not a medical professional. So this episode is based on my own opinions, as well as some research of data on the older LGBTQ plus community. The three sources I am quoting data from is SAGE, which stands for Services and Advocacy for GLBT Elders. And I'm going to be honest with you, I love SAGE, but that name has always kind of bothered me because did they change LGBT to GLBT just so they could spell the word sage? <laughs> I think so. Otherwise, I mean, if it was LGBT, I guess it would spell sale, S-A-L-E. But still, that's annoying to me that they changed the very well-known LGBT just to fit a name. But they are a very good organization. And the other sources are the National Council on Aging and the National LGBT Cancer Network. So let's begin. As an older gay man, I do want to mention up front that I am dealing with having to face these myself. So I speak of this not just because of things I've read, but I come at this from a personal experience and I want to share that information as a serious warning to you not to ignore these life-threatening diseases. Each of the main four diseases that LGBTQ plus people face as they age also share three of them being the most common in the older adult population as a whole. Okay, let's start with cancer. Cancer, of course, comes in all shapes and sizes, but one particular cancer is extra concerning to the LGBTQ plus population. 
That cancer is one that comes about because of HPV, which stands for human papilloma virus. This virus can be easily transmitted to people during anal, vaginal, and oral sex, as well as deep kissing and prolonged skin contact during sexual experiences. Now, condoms can greatly reduce the chances of HPV transmission. However, they're not 100% effective due to the possibility of transmission through deep kissing and other skin-to-skin contact. An estimated 61% of HIV-negative and 93% of HIV-positive gay and bisexual men have anal HPV infections. However, only about 25% of gay and bisexual men are knowledgeable about the relationship between the human papillomavirus and anal cancer. Now, being diagnosed with HPV is not unto itself a death warrant. There are effective treatments for HPV cancers when caught in time, and you can be screened for this disease, as well as there is now an HPV vaccine for those who are negative. Be proactive, and if your doctor has not previously mentioned being screened, do ask at your next regular medical appointment if they could do this screening. If you are diagnosed with HPV, there are annual pap smears that when performed on a regular basis can watch for any anal cancers and can catch them when they're still in the in situ phase, meaning they exist only in their original place and they haven't yet spread to other areas of the body. These cancers can be caught early and treated. So, my friends, please don't delay being screened. It can save your life. Lesbian, gay, and bisexual older adults are also more likely to have risk factors associated with breast, cervical, testicular, prostate, and colon cancer. Heart disease is the number one killer of all genders, impacting the lives of 29% of adults age 65 plus. Major risk factors for heart disease include obesity, smoking, alcohol use, and physical inactivity. Regarding heart disease for people in the transgender community, It is unclear if the use of hormones can also put you at greater risk for stroke or a heart attack. There will be more studies done, and we will have clearer information on that in the future. Primary care physicians should regularly be listening to your heart, and periodic EKGs is always suggested. Most of the risk factors of cardiovascular disease can be reduced by personal responsibility. Lose weight, stop smoking, eat healthier, reduce or stop alcohol use, 
And as I constantly, constantly try to get you to do, and I talk about this in so many episodes, move, be active. Don't let the diseases of aging take you down because you can make a difference by changing your lifestyle. And my friends, it doesn't matter your age. Small baby steps towards a healthier life can gradually move you in the right direction. Start today. Help to prevent that within you in the future. Try to get that healthier lifestyle, even if you've never done it before or you've done it a million times and you keep quitting. Keep going at it, my friends. It is well worth it. Start that today. Mental health. LGBTQ plus people report high rates of stress, often related to systemic discrimination. This often leads to higher rates of smoking, alcohol use, drug use, depression, loneliness, and suicide. According to SAGE, the country's largest and oldest organization dedicated to improving the lives of LGBTQ plus older adults, more than 50% of individuals in a national health study on LGBTQ plus elders had been diagnosed with depression by a health care provider and 39% reported having seriously considered suicide. Because mental health still carries with it a stigma that unfortunately, I personally think it's a mindset that will remain through most of our lifetimes. However, please don't let that be a deterrent to you. I have often spoken about my own mental health struggles and the many years and therapists and psychiatrists that have been part of my diagnosis and treatment. My diagnosis actually took a long time with incorrect or changing diagnoses over the years. Many times, to be honest with you, I just wanted to give up. But I knew how badly I could spiral down into a very unsafe mood and mindset. So I kept at it, despite my frustrations. And thank God, I did keep going, keep trying, being open to new medications, keep changing providers until I found the right combination that worked for me. And it didn't eventually just quote-unquote work for me, but rather it saved my life. Without exaggeration, my friends, I would not be here if I didn't have the support of many mental health providers and the various treatments that I tried. I would not have found my wonderful husband, Paco, who arrived in the final third of my life. I would not miss these years for anything, and I want the same thing for you. Please, if you are suffering, try, try, try again. Don't give up. Please, don't give up. The answer is out there. 
Sometimes we just have to hang in there and look for it. Please, keep trying. And if you need someone to talk to, please email me at anoldergayguyshow at gmail.com. I promise you I will respond And if we need to have a correspondence going back and forth, if that helps you, please, I will be more than happy to do that. The final disease I want to talk about that greatly still impacts the LGBTQ plus community is HIV, especially those of us living with the disease long term. And thank God we can even have a dialogue about long-term survival of HIV. It is wonderful. Although, like most wonderful things in life, it can be a double-edged sword. As fantastic as it is that HIV is now a manageable long-term disease, it can also provide a false sense of security. Because bareback sex has become the norm for many, and not just with those who don't have the history of living through the AIDS crisis. Older LGBTQ plus people, including those who were sexually active during the 1980s and who have self-described themselves as having, quote unquote, dodged a bullet. Many of those people have returned to bareback sex with individuals with unknown HIV status, including those that don't know their own status, as well as people that we simply do not approach the question of whether or not they have HIV. We just assume. Many of us feel that if someone was HIV positive, that they would tell us. And that's not always the case. So ask, and then make an informed decision. The CDC now says that those individuals who are HIV positive and who maintain an undetectable viral load cannot transmit the virus through sex. And I need to say that again because it's so very important and so needed in our society. Those that maintain an undetectable viral load cannot, in capital letters, cannot transmit the HIV virus through sex. Again, we must not let that give us a false sense of security, but it is very welcome news to the many that worried that they may jeopardize the health of boyfriends or spouses who may be negative. This news can give us a false sense of security in that just because HIV cannot be transmitted, we still live with several diseases that are other STDs that HIV drugs will have no effect over. Now, I've only touched on this subject, and while I'll have future episodes about sex and its enjoyment, as well as its complications, I really just want you to have an honest dialogue with your doctor about these subjects. All of them are treatable, especially when caught early. 
So please, don't be afraid of what you will find out when evaluated by your doctor. Be afraid of what can happen if you do not have that dialogue. My friends, Sweep's Period continues with another interview episode coming next week. And if you are new, I hope that you enjoyed this episode, although it was a very serious one. Not all my episodes are that way. Sometimes we just like to laugh. But if you did enjoy it, please consider subscribing to the podcast so you will find out as soon as new episodes are released. Besides, I'd love to have you as a regular listener. Meanwhile, to everyone, my endless love and thanks for joining me. This is Joey Hernandez. I will speak with you shortly. Bye for now, my friends.